0: I'm Lisa. I do the midday show at 101.9 The Mix in Chicago. And
1: I'm Jerry Nunn from NunnOnTheRun.com. And Lisa and I go way back.
0: Way backstage, maybe.
1: Yeah, that's where we met. And now we're bringing you along for the ride. Like a plus one.
0: But we don't really have time for some big intro. All right,
1: let's go.
2: Nonstop. Nonstop.
1: With Lisa and Jerry. This week we cover Pitchfork Music Festival.
0: And we get naked. What? Well, sort of. Hey, this is Elisa. And this is Tom. And we are the Naked and Famous. And you are listening to Nonstop with Lisa and in- and Jerry, check it out! So, Naked and Famous, you saw the show, right? Uh, yeah. Tell me what you think. The, the latest episode? No, that's Naked and Afraid, or Naked and... <laughs> oh, Naked and, and Afraid, yeah. I've never, I have
1: not watched that show. No, <laughs> no,
0: I was talking about the band.
1: <laughs> oh, the band. So, uh, they're, they're great. <laughs> they're... <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right let's bring it back in we yeah. are off
1: to a great start this week
0: let's bring it back in i know the word naked gets everybody all riled up but yeah
1: um, i was born naked
0: <laughs> same no the band naked and famous you saw them here in town
1: yeah they played up in space in evanston yeah and they hung out a little bit before the show and awesome. i really like them they they've said some things i don't think they've said in interviews before so
0: great show and you know the space in uh evanston yeah mm-hmm. it's called just it's called, called space space, mm-hmm. space in evanston so it's
1: restaurant kind of coffee place up in the front and then in the back there's a stage and you know chairs and I've tables i've still never been there like we gotta get you on a show up there they, they do a lot of you know they're smaller shows more intimate acoustic stuff like vanessa carlton i've seen play there okay uh i've seen a few few people throughout the years and uh it needs more space though that's the funny thing it's packed and they don't have places for people to, they just stand around because there's only so many tables and chairs
0: well i think it's one of those things too that they book bands that are you think that maybe it's more of a niche following, but mm-hmm. it's a huge niche following, you know? Like, it can be,
1: definitely. A lot
0: of people want to come through and see them. City yeah. Winery is like that sometimes, too.
1: Exactly. It's like, the same kind of thing. Yeah. But City Winery has more space. True. Space don't have the space.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is true. But, okay, so speaking of not space, but being naked, I was naked in front of a camera. Oh, my. I wish I could say it for the first time. Um, But, no, it was terrifying, I, and it was with a coworker. What? Okay, here, here's the deal. We went to hand and stone massage and facial spots down on uh, South Michigan, okay, uh, in the South Loop, uh-huh. and um, we went to shoot a video, you know, because they were doing some kind of a, like Christmas and July sale, and I got this Himalayan salt stone massage or something. But oh my, Emma from the station is there. They're like shooting video, and I'm like, you want to, you want to video this? First of all, how am I supposed to relax <laughs>
1: with like a mud mask on? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, just with my like whole back hanging out, and I don't know, like it's, it's not like she saw my butt or you know anything else, but uh-huh. I, I think it's just. The idea of like I don't have any clothes on and you're you have a camera on me.
1: Yeah, what's involved with a Himalayan uh, massage? Is there like
0: I, you know, you, have you
1: ever heard alpacas of like... walking on you, little animals? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, thank goodness. That that's like one step away from goat yoga, which I'm not <laughs> ready for yet. No, this was more like you know like hot stones. You've oh lived. yeah, it's kind of like I did that, that once, kind of like
1: that. Okay, so I have a thing about massages. I only like men touching me. I have weird I have weird things about. I don't like women touching me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, we're not even going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but so with the hot stones though a woman can do that because she can like use the stones so she's not actually like touching me.
0: I kind of like a really like not rough massage. How do you say mm-hmm. it? Deep,
1: aggressive, aggre-
0: hard. Yeah. Yes, whatever. that's why
1: I like the men to really get in there. And go. Okay,
0: but I'm going to blow your mind right now because okay. the women are way stronger. Their hands are so strong. Even these tiny little hands that you wouldn't think like delicate little hands. These girls are strong.
1: Was it like Olga from Sweden? I wish you know, a big woman that was just <laughs> no. She's a tiny
0: little thing. And for, she just
1: got yeah, up in there.
0: She just got up in there. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. And I'm like, I can't believe this is hiding like right down. It's like 11th and Michigan. Okay. So basically right where we walk into Lollapalooza. Oh. Right across the street. Okay. I was got like, see you soon. Because yeah. it was so nice. What a great way to spend uh, an afternoon.
1: Yeah. Did you have to drink a lot of water after? Don't they say to do that?
0: I always drink a lot of water. Okay. I'm like good. a pee machine. Good. So it happens. Flush um, it out. Exactly. The toxins. But oh, okay. So pitch four. Oh my gosh! I was like crazy doing a million other things. I did not go at all. Mm-hmm. You covered everything. Tell me about it.
1: I love Pitchfork because it's a great place to discover new music. They have uh, all kinds of different eclectic kind of artsy bands. Totally. And, but then they had kind of some bigger names this year, which was uh, interesting to see. Uh, I, lo- I loved Shaka Khan. I thought she was so professional. She's lost weight. She looks beautiful. She looks great. Yeah. She brought in her backup singers. Were on point. They were wailing out there. In In the park and Union Park She just was so professional Like she brought her game And she does these hits You know these old songs And she even made a comment That probably none of these people Know the 70s Because it was you know It's a lot of younger people That go to the Pitchfork Yeah But I thought that was funny And she was really A standout I thought Um, There's a guy named Drom That was really good That you would like It's kind of like a How do you describe him He did some really cool visuals It's just people That you get to discover Like him
0: The thing about Pitchfork And why I've never Really been into it it is because it is. It's so, no offense, but it's like overly artsy. It's mm-hmm. so artsy. Right. Where I'm kind of like, I don't really know if that's my cup of tea for a lot of it. It's just, it's, some of it is really out there mm-hmm. and it's not so much my bag. Like you know. last
1: year was Stranger Things. Those guys that do the music for the Netflix show Stranger Things, they were there. They played their music. So it was really yeah. cool to hear that music under cool. the trees. Yeah. Let's so talk about thing.
0: Ms. Lauren Hill. Let's yes. talk about, was she late?
1: She was technically, hmm. some people say she wasn't late, but I think she. She was late so
0: technically it's lawyer talk it means you're trying to get away with something yeah so-, so she
1: had a dj perform until she got there and he was like she'll be out in a couple minutes but really it was about 23 minutes
0: mm-hmm. oh 23 from his start
1: from his start to when she came out
0: you were timing him i like yeah. it
1: <laughs> and uh so then then she came out and you know she looks good she seemed well-centered except she kept motioning for them to turn the sound and turn it up you know mm-hmm. whenever they do the notions and pointing around and and she did that a lot i mean it was very distracting i've seen artists do this where they're motioning over to the sound people. So they and,
0: need a new sound guy. Well,
1: I think it's a way of blaming it on someone else whenever you're not quite on point.
0: Ooh,
1: that's what I really me. think it is. Oh, man! Yes. And it's it's a way of you know distracting. You know, oh, there may be mic problems, but it's not me. <gasps> you know, wow. that's how I take it, and that's what I've seen happen with other artists, and that's what I saw her doing a lot. But and and we know that she's you know a little pesky sometimes. So
0: totally, she has a reputation for that. Yeah, you're so, absolutely right. Do you yeah. think though that vocal? She she sounded okay. I thought
1: she sounded pretty good, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and she did some different versions of some of her songs. And What was that blouse?
0: What was that <laughs> blouse she was wearing? It was
1: a little boxy.
0: It looked like a picnic table. Like, a picnic table attacked her.
1: Yeah, and she had this big floppy hat on, so that kind of hid her. But, I mean, take the hat off, lady. We want to see, you know, what she got going on I under mean, that hat.
0: I didn't even mind the hat so much as mm-hmm. the outfit. I was just like, what? Is-? It was so distracting, mm-hmm. I think. And I only saw the pictures and, and what other people posted because, yeah. again, I, I just wasn't on the grounds at all. But
1: right There um, was people that were at the festival, press people, just to cover her. I mean, that was why they were there. So mm-hmm. it was, you know, we we're all in the pit waiting for her to come out and all that. So it was exciting. I mean, you know, we didn't know what she was going to do. And
0: I, I think afterwards, though, the thing you were really excited about is finally tracking down uh, Raphael Sadiq. Yes. So just to say his name, because you had first mentioned it to me, I was like, who?
1: Yeah, it's not a household name, Raphael Sadiq.
0: As soon as you said he was from Tony Tony. Tony Tony I was like yeah. okay
1: Yeah he started the band He's the main guy He's the skinny guy That everyone remembers From Tony 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 He's
0: a good looking guy
1: He's a good looking guy He uh, he started off with Prince Which and is major On the parade tour I mean can you imagine Being on the parade tour He's wow. playing with Sheely And kind of got a start And he talked to me A little bit about You know Prince And how he curated His Pitchfork appearance Kind of wanted to be like Purple Rain Totally So that's a good goal to have
2: I just wanted to Just try new music out And like you know Like at a Pitchfork At first half like- last night in, Minnesota, in Minneapolis, you know, from watching Purple Rain, that's where Prince tried out new music. I thought this was the time I should try out new music.
1: When you think back about Prince and playing with Lee and all that?
2: Well, yeah, just to you know, you know, I was around, like, an amazing artist who was like our, our, our Jimi Hendrix, all right. John or, like, Bob Dylan you know, of a, of a songwriter yeah. who would love it. it was about him trying out new music and playing new music, so it should always be that. Try not to please everybody, you know, hit, 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 or this is a place where you can try things.
1: Yeah. Do you feel that sometimes your your music was
2: maybe mainstream America, maybe wasn't ready for it? Yeah, I guess so, but I never really you like it if it happens, but... I mean, people, I think my trend or my way of music is people who know about me, I like changing. So if you want to change all the time, you never can keep catching everybody. Yeah. So my, my thing is to enjoy myself and whoever enjoys me for the ride. Let's take the ride. Okay, so he's
0: really not trying to please anybody but himself. In a way.
2: I mean, he jammed for a while
1: at the beginning of his set and then finally led into some of the songs. And he did, like, Keep Marching," which I just love.
0: Is that the one that you brought up the, you wanted to use this for an anthem or something? Yeah,
1: he's from Oakland, California. Yeah. So uh, they're going to have Gay Pride there in a few weeks. They have, like, a later Pride. And I asked him if he knew about Oakland having a Gay Pride, and he wasn't aware of it. But he was very supportive and and great, and Keep Marching" would be. A, you know, a fun song for the Pride Parade marchers. I was thinking, like, Keep Marching is a good one for gay rights. Is there a way yeah. we
2: can use your song? Of course. <laughs> okay. I love it. I didn't know how you felt about it I'll or love things it. like that. I'm from the Bay, so I love that. Yeah. Okay,
0: cool. So, pretty much, it's okay if you use this song because I looked up, Jerry, that Sadiq means man of his word. Oh, in I love Arabic. it. Arabic. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, I mean, there's the audio proof that he's cool with you using that anthem for gay rights. There so
1: you go. You
0: just might have done something huge yeah, absolutely you never know <laughs> who do we send this to <laughs> how do we make this happen yes Steve right. marching so he's putting the finishing touches on his fifth studio album yeah. and you
2: asked him a little bit about that i'm almost finished i have like one more song to do it's about addiction of uh, all sorts of uh not just drug addiction but it's titled jimmy lee my brother's jimmy lee he died from a heroin, a heroin overdose uh, one of my other brothers killed himself because he couldn't get off drugs. And uh, and I've never had any therapy behind it. And then uh, I became an addict of donuts. Okay. We all have our addiction. <laughs> and I started thinking, like, damn, if I can't stop eating donuts and chocolate, how much, how hard it must have been for my brother, which I didn't understand his addiction. And, uh, and it just made me think about it, how hard it is for people to have... Okay, so he's talking about addiction, all
0: different levels. Mm -hmm. So he mentions his own addiction to donuts. Right. But like you mentioned, he had kind of a rough life.
1: He did, yeah. Had members die from addiction. The name of the album is named after his brother. So it's all about that. Who passed
0: away that way? Yeah, it
1: could be like really heavy. We'll see.
0: Are you ready for that?
1: I mean, it was pretty light, some of his music before, so maybe he's just in a deep mood.
0: Well, we're going to find out when that fifth album comes out. But as long as we're on the topic of addiction, we're not here to you break. Break ground and talk about heavy subjects. We're here mm-hmm. to have a good time. But how do we avoid this Demi Lovato thing? Oh,
1: right. That's can a we, huge thing.
0: Can we discuss this?
1: I'm surprised how people are deeply affected by this. I, I don't know if there are a lot of people say they love Demi Lovato and all this, you know, the fans and stuff. And I've seen her in concerts several times. I think, what, three or four times and photographed her. her on the red carpet a few times. You haven't seen her? I've never seen her. OK. I specifically remember her talking about how sober she was and the crowd clapping and screaming for her. And yeah, her soaking all that up and stuff, but I mean, obviously, she's still battling a lot of demons and things right now.
0: Well, yeah, and that's what addiction is. It only takes one one screw up to be right, you know, back there. One one, I don't know. Do I call it a screw up? How do I? I don't want to offend anybody who's listening, but you know what I mean. It takes one poor choice. Yeah, to, they
1: relapse. It's a relapse. Yeah, that that's the word I should use. Yeah, the real She's having a tough time, and I mean, I get it. I don't know if people really know Demi Lovato. They kind of get personal with these celebrities and thinking that their friends and Mm. I love her and I love her. But my run-ins with her have not been perfect. Pleasant. Yeah. Well, she was at red carpets and she didn't want to be photographed. She was snooty to the press, I thought. The last
0: time she came through town, everybody said that she had an attitude.
1: Yes. I felt like that. Um, She was spotted at the airport by some friends and they said that she was pretty nice. So maybe to some fans, she's different than the press. I mean, that that could be there. It could be. Yeah. I interviewed her one time on the phone and she uh, was very short with me and uh, so I like that and it was an opportunity for her to talk to her LGBT fans who she says that she loves and it was really short and then Nick Jonas was like super nice right out because it was a tour they were both on the phone I remember yeah and promoting it and so Nick talked more than she did and I was just like what's up with Demi
0: her single sober came out not that long ago where basically she talks about how she hasn't been
1: Yeah. like when
0: did the relapse start has she been on a roll for a while
1: the whole time that I've ever seen her she's been battling all this whole thing so
0: obviously super hard for anybody that's battling addiction yeah there and
1: she may be crabby some days and that May make more sense to why she's had kind of run-ins with the press or not been at her best. And then moments of being at her best where she was pleasant to be around. So I don't know.
0: Well, let me ask you this. Out of the times, all the times that you've met her, has she ever been pleasant to you?
1: No. Oh, (laughs) oh, really? I mean, I was just kind of disappointed that she wasn't more warmly friendly or yeah, I would think because of what she's done in her career and very specifically has videos about pride and you know, you think when the gay media, at least she would be super supportive of us and I didn't feel like that. Mm. I didn't get that vibe from her at all. Which but, may or may not have anything to do with the whole substance mm-hmm. battle, right? But she yeah, just be having these bad days, and maybe she's a jerk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe.
1: I mean, I'm not making excuses for her, but I don't. I don't know her. You know, I know her a little bit better than some of the fans that are. Like, I love her, and it always worries me when they go, "I love this. I love Lady Gaga." Well, you don't really know Lady.
0: Gaga. It's just the influence that they have. I mean, mm-hmm. like you know, we love our favorite bands too. But like <laughs> you know, if they're gonna pull a jerk move. Of, like, we're gonna still call him a jerk.
1: Yeah.
0: Not that her addiction makes her a jerk. Keep your hate mail to yourself because I'm not trying to, you know, make Absolutely anybody not.
1: mad. Right. No, I mean, we've all, we all battle our addiction, whatever it is. If your Starbucks might be your addiction, I don't know. Totally. You know?
0: I wish I was one of those people who say they're addicted to waking up and going out for a run. Hmm. Like, why am I not addicted to, like, I don't know, fitness? Or I something?
1: don't know. But see, I don't know if that's always a good thing because people overdo it and they're, you know, marathons are not healthy for you to run.
0: Oh. You know?
1: Okay. They look glamorous on T V, but not good on your body.
0: I don't want to do it. I don't wanna (laughs) I would like to drop a few pounds, but I don't want to take the run.
1: Yeah, I lost weight. I ran one marathon. I did it once. I did the Chicago marathon one time. I wanna do it once in my life. And then everyone's like, Let's keep going, let's do more. I'm like, I never want to do one again. (laughs) I ran I you know, I blew out my knee, you know, I had to go through therapy. I couldn't keep up with my group halfway through. I had to walk, you know, the last half of the marathon. But I was like, I am doing this and nothing is stopping me. You
0: know what? Congratulations on doing that, but Mm -hmm. I'll tell you I'll never run a marathon. I couldn't run when I was like a kid. Even playing running bases, I hated that. I I hate running. I always yeah. have. Yeah. It's
1: not. I mean, it's not good for your body. I mean, when your toenails are falling off. Ew. Ew. Your nipples are bleeding. <laughs> what? Yeah, they what make did... your nipples bleed. No. If you wear the wrong kind of cloth, it rubs against you when you're running that long. Are you kidding and me? They, yeah. And they have to, <laughs> they have like wax and stuff that you put on them. It's...
0: On your nipples? Yeah. Oh, you, okay. Yes.
1: People's toenails fall. You know, turn black and fall off. I mean, it's and it's not good on your body to run that long. They've proven not. So. You are
0: grossing me out right now. I already <laughs> yeah. didn't want to run, but now it's never going
1: to happen. Yeah, none on the run. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, no. I, like, I might want to, like, make a run to Donald's or something.
1: Taco, run for the border is Taco Bell. <laughs> I, ooh, a taco sounds good right now. Just what don't I, have tacos before you run a marathon.
0: Well, I, that won't ever be a problem for me. But we will. Actually, we do have to get running. Um, we've got to finish setting up some Lala interviews, and I actually would like to run um, down Michigan Avenue and try to find some comfortable shoes, because we're going to be
1: a doing a lot of walking no yeah we don't want our toenails falling off at Lollapalooza gross
0: gross <laughs> all right yes so we will be back with a Lollapalooza recap for you so we'll see you next time on Nonstop.